0: Welcome back to Human to Human. Today, we're doing a bit of a a redo on an episode that I did quite a long time ago called Getting Ghosted. And I just listened to this episode and it is so cringy. I mean, it's past me. I recorded it in March of 2021. And it's, it was basically recorded right after I had gotten ghosted for the second time and I was like, I'm going to share it with the internet, which like a lot of things I do share about had j- have just happened to me because I like to share when it's fresh and I'm like right in it. But today we are going to share about getting ghosted, but also doing the ghosting, being the ghoster. Um, Now that I'm a bit older and I've had a bit more life experience and hopefully won't be as cringy as the episode I recorded back in March of 2021. And I thought this was a fun episode to do right before Halloween. It's spooky season. Who knows? Maybe you're dressing up as a ghost. <gasps> Did I just decide my Halloween costume right here right now I'm recording this in advance so this is great timing I think I should be a ghost and then somehow make it fun about getting ghosted or something like that That could be cool. Okay, I'm going to have to give that a lot more thought, but we're going to kick off this episode with a little TMI story from this morning. I went to the doctor. I knew I really didn't need to actually go, and I actually am thinking now I haven't updated my boyfriend yet because he was like, Jess, this is going to go away on its own. You don't need to go to the doctor for it, but I was pretty sure I had some ingrown hairs, but one, like, like a bump and a lump can form around your ingrown hair and it and it can be there for a while. And mine was there for like over a month, I swear. It was like so hard, but I couldn't get the pus out of it. And this is in my bikini area. And so it was just stressing me out. I was like, what if it's cancerous? So I needed to go to the doctor to get it checked out. And weirdly, literally right before I went to the doctor, I had like three more ingrown hair, like big bumps pop up. So I'm like, perfect timing. My doctor can look at all of them. But I had so much just like little nervies in my tummy this morning because I had to go to the doctor and show her my cooch who wants to show anyone their vagina unless it's for fun Okay. So I had some nervous poops and then the worst thing ever. And I made an episode called something about changing your mind recently. It's a bit of a shorter one um, talking about Brazilian waxes. And this falls into the category of like going to get a Brazilian wax or going to have like a doctor look at your cooch. Like when I get nervous, I have nervous poops and I don't want to have to poo like close to my appointment because I want to show up as clean as humanly possible so I always have a shower really close to when I'm leaving but then I have to try and hold my poo in if I'm going to go and then there's this like deep-seated fear of like what if I showed up and I couldn't hold in my poo which like Jessica let's let's relax but like that would be very bad if you had to show your private parts to someone and then at the same time you're trying to hold in a poo your body just knows to like suck it back in your body knows to be like no no this isn't the time and then, and then it's over and you're fine and you survive and you're like, why did I have to be so nervous for that? But like, it's vulnerable. Who wants to like expose themselves like that? So thanks for that little poo talk. TMI segment. Thanks for listening. If you would like to contribute, please, I don't want to be the only one telling TMI stories around here. Click the link in the show notes and submit a TMI story via my website, www.humandhumanpod.com, or send an email. You can send a voice note or you can just type out a story, and I would love to share it at the beginning of an ep. So we're laughing all together. You're just not listening and laughing at me, but I'm laughing too. So I'm laughing with you. We're fine. We're talking about getting ghosted today. I have been ghosted two times by romantic partners that I only went on one date with. So romantic partners is a bit of a stretch, but it was romantic in itself. It was a romantic exchange. I kissed both of these people. So that's pretty romantic and I got ghosted by both of them and young Jess, I'm still young, but young 19 or I think I was 18 when my first time getting ghosted happened and then I was 20 when my second ghosting occurred and I was just so freaking sad and now sitting here as a 22 year old, I also want to talk about when you're the one doing the ghosting because I've ghosted a few people in my time, mostly friendship though, mostly friends uh, not as many romantic people which is very interesting. So let's get the fuck into it. The first time I ever got ghosted, I was devastated. I was 18, I was freshly in university. I met this guy on a dating app. We went on Oh no, we went on two dates. We went on two dates back-to-back days. We're going to talk about red flags in this episode. First red flag, don't do that. Don't go on a first date and then go on your second date the day after. Like that's too soon. Have have one day in between. Over 24 hours you need before you're going to see this person again because then it's just like too fresh. You get too into them. You get too attached and you need to like have your own fucking life. One of my favorite things that I set as a precedent for myself once I went on a lot of shitty dates and realized I needed to prioritize myself over potential mates was... If I have something booked and he asks if we wanna if I wanna go on a date during the time when I have that booked, no, I can go after, I can go before, I can go the day after, I can go the day before, but I cannot go for that time slot. My favorite example is I used to do yoga on Zoom, COVID times, every Tuesday at seven. So when my now boyfriend and I started dating, I had set this precedent that no, like I do my yoga and then I'm available and he thought it was so hot and it just showed off that I had my own priorities but a bing but a boom so what I would change about this interaction with this guy that ghosted me was that we went on our first two dates way too close together I need to make sure I'm just like following my heart, prioritizing my needs. And I felt so much more emotionally attached to him because I spent a lot more time with him in a very condensed period that I wouldn't have otherwise. So then the way he ghosted me was actually really sad. Like I get why I was sad. I cried to my mom in a restaurant about it. We were supposed to go on a date and we had planned this date like a multiple days in advance and he was going to come downtown and hang out with me and we were going to go up for dinner and it was going to be a whole cute thing. And then we texted about it. I'm pretty sure two days before the date was supposed to happen. And then the night before I send him a message and it doesn't deliver. My iMessage doesn't deliver. And I'm like, what? Weird. Okay. The next morning I send him another text. Doesn't deliver. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Don't really think that crazy of it. But then as the hours go on, I go out and I study at a coffee shop with my roommate at the time. And I'm like, I think this guy I don't know. I I was so naive. I was so naive. I didn't immediately think he blocked me. I was like, did his car die? Did his phone die? Did his parents die? Did he die? Bitch, no, he just ghosted you. He blocked your number. I was so upset when this happened. I really thought this guy was cool. He was older than me. He was very tall. We had good combos. But it's over. It's over. And then the most funny part of this was that, okay, there actually wasn't a lot of warning signs that he was going to ghost me when I look back on it. um, Because sometimes there's warning signs, sometimes they're not. And I don't want to put like a blanket statement on like, when you get ghosted, you know, you're going to be ghosted. Or when you get ghosted, you don't know it's happening. Because it just depends on the circumstance. But so this guy blocked me. He blocked my Instagram. He blocked my number. He blocked everything. I was like, wow, you're being really thorough. Not really sure what I did to offend you so much, but like, okay. And then months later I left him like a voicemail too I was like that was really shitty of you you could have at least just told me like a mature person bye because I was like waiting up for this guy anyway so weird so then months later we're deep in COVID this was like pre-COVID when he ghosted me and then we're deep in COVID he unblocks me on everything and he messes. he texts me and says hey I feel really bad about what happened like back uh, however many months ago um, I'd love to catch up if you're open to it. No problem if not. And I fo- I saw his Instagram because he followed me again after unblocking me. And I don't want to be a hater, but I- he kind of let himself go. His only photo on Instagram was him in sweatpants. And he had a really, really long beard. And listen, I don't shit on beards. My man has a sexy beard. But it was like he's let himself go kind of beard. And I replied, LOL no thanks (laughs) talk about bad bitch energy because it's like dude you were so nice and we had such a great time we had a nice little makeout, and then he ghosts me out of nowhere like in in my opinion if you have a date planned at least give an excuse of why you can't make the date and then ghost don't actually stand someone up like he actually stood me up thank god he didn't stood me stand me up at like a restaurant that would be horrifying but yolo, who cares just just play it off like you're just Getting a drink alone. But yeah, so that was my first circumstance and it was not good. I was devastated. I was so upset. It just like tainted my whole view. Then, like a year later, when I had my second ghosting experience, I saw it coming. We only went on one date, but this guy came on strong red fucking flag. Again, don't hang out two dates in a row, two days in a row, two dates in a row. Let a little breathing room in between those two dates. And third, and second, that was the first tip. Second tip, if he comes on really strong and wants to call you every day, is texting you constantly. If you're just always in communication, red fucking flag. You need to have your own life. I'll scream it from the rooftops do your own thing. Your life didn't suddenly change because this brand new person wants to fucking kiss you. No, no, no. If you got a new friend, you wouldn't like stop your whole world from moving just to go hang out with this brand new person who you don't even know if will have any significance to you. And so when this guy ghosted me, I, I felt it coming a little bit. I think he pulled back really fast. And then I, it was kind of like radio silence and then like one text here and then that was it. And so then when he ghosted me, I kind of just like knew it was coming. And then I had a different perspective on it, which I'm really grateful for. And I thought to myself like, okay, I was really sad again because like I was get I was I was in a phase of life where I was single and I was dating all the time and I really wanted a boyfriend and I was really excited to meet new people and like such such a pure heart just trying to live my best life, you know? Um but I realized two things. When one door closes, another one opens and i met some other dudes that didn't end up going anywhere either. I met one guy and we went on a date and it went nowhere. But it's just funny because I was like, no, like this door is meant to close. Like if he doesn't like me for who I am, then like we're not meant to be a thing. We're not meant to be together. Better that I know that now and didn't waste any more of my time. Everything happens for a reason. You know, be sad, feel your feelings. But honestly, in a couple weeks, you'll be fucking over it. And it's such a good thing to not have wasted more time. Getting ghosted a couple dates in, I don't think it's a big deal. If you got ghosted like months in, oh, that would hurt your body. And just like allow your time to, allow yourself time to just really grieve that and just mourn the loss of this person who's probably a different person than you thought they were. Because if you've been seeing someone for more than a more than like three or four dates. Give, oh, you owe them an explanation. You owe them at least an excuse, or just to say, like, hey, it's been great getting to know you, but I'm just not looking for a relationship right now, which could be a lie. You could just not be looking for a relationship with them, but at least give them the heads up, or else then you're gonna spend a bunch of time guessing, and then you feel like a fucking idiot when you keep trying to pursue someone and it goes nowhere. Like a different guy I went on a date with during my single era. We went on one date, but we had a FaceTime date and things get confusing when you have FaceTime dates. It's like, how many dates did you really go on? What do the FaceTime dates count as? But I really liked this guy. We texted quite a bit. We were Snapchatting a lot. Having to Snapchat guys all the time. That is good luck to you if that's where you're at. So anyway, I really liked this guy. We are trying to plan another date and then like, he kind of kept flaking on it, but I was not taking the hint enough. I was like, I was like trying to pull back but still struggling to pull back and he ended up sending me this lovely text just saying he wasn't interested and that was it. And at least I knew. I was still sad but he, he told me and I just could move on from it. And you could literally text them on that and then block their number. Just like we're humans, we owe each other the human decency to just be kind. But then this is funny cuz one of my points for doing the ghosting is that you don't any owe anyone an explanation. So like it goes hand in hand. It's nice to give people an explanation, but sometimes if you've been trying to give someone an explanation and they're not taking the hint, then walk the fuck away. And I've that's when I ghosted someone is I Went on a date with this guy, again, went on, this makes me seem like I dated so many people. I went on a lot of first dates, okay? These these didn't take up that much time in my life because they didn't they didn't go on very long, but I was seeing this guy, and we had a couple FaceTime dates, so again, blurry how many real dates we had, and we had two real dates, and by the end of the second date, I knew in my gut, this wasn't the guy for me, I don't want to see this guy again, And bless my heart, because he asked me if we could go on a third date, and I said no in the moment. I should have lied. I should have lied. I should have lied and been like, yeah, sure, I'll check my schedule and let you know. Because we ended up having at least an hour-long discussion in my car about why we couldn't go on a third date. And it was so awkward, and it was so uncomfortable, and I could not figure out how to get this guy out of my car. And it was so weird. And that's a circumstance where it's like, bitch, you do know, you do not owe him anything. You do not owe him any explanation. I didn't even owe him a genuine answer in that moment because that then put me. Luckily, I didn't feel endangered. But if you think about it, that could have actually put me in danger saying that right then and there because it's, he's in my car, and I have to, and I can't just like leave because I'm driving. I could try and kick him out, but I just—I was too nice. I didn't know how. And so then after that, I didn't even ghost him after that because I told him I didn't want to go on a third date. I don't even know if this is considered ghosting, but then he texted me this long paragraph And it was so absurd. I might have even responded and he responded one more time with a long paragraph. But needless to say, I I just I just ghosted at that point. I was like, I am not like I told you I'm not interested and you are not taking no for an answer. And that is your problem, buddy. So I'm just going to like walk away from this valid ghost the fuck out of those people, man. Holy titties. In some of these circumstances too, I want to say that like age doesn't mean anything because a lot of these guys were a year or two older or four, one of them was five. I was like listening to my old episode and I was like, Jess, you went on a date with a guy who was 23 and you were 18. I get it. I'm mature, but like, ugh, kind of creepy thinking back to that. Sorry, mom. I know my mom probably didn't like that at the time, but these guys weren't very mature because I think I believe in my heart that like if you're mature, you're going to just send someone a quick text just to be kind and just say like yeah thanks for a great date like just wanted to let you know like I don't really see this going anywhere further nothing against you peace and love wish you all the best like it's not that hard it's just a mature like kind thing to do but then there becomes the topic of ghosting friends which is very different kind of than ghosting romantic people in your life because Dating and relationships, they come with this, like, easier way to seal it and wrap it in a bow and say goodbye and they kind of give closure. And when you get ghosted, I think the thing that we really struggle with is that we don't get closure from that because it's just like this person fell off the face of the earth and we didn't get anything from it. When there's warning signs, it can be a bit more comforting. But when we genuinely think we're about to go on a date with this person and then they fall off the earth and just block us on everything and I'm so nice, I think they died. Not just that they're mean, then, like, that's heartbreaking and so sad and so hard to process. And I know, like, it's so easy to spiral and be like, what did I do wrong? Was that me? And, like, sometimes you didn't do anything wrong, especially if you sit back and you take a deep breath and you think to yourself, was I my authentic self? Was I genuine? Did I come on too strong or do I just think that's how I present or how I just actually am? I just had a really good time or whatever. And if the answer is yes to all of those things, then fuck them. Literally, you don't need them. Again, you dodged a bullet, even if it seems like you didn't at the time and move on with your life and know that like at least you found out now, because if you showed up, showed up authentically as who you were and they didn't like that and so then they ghosted you goodbye we don't need them in our life but then there are circumstances where you've could have gotten ghosted and you knew you came on too strong or vice versa i've ghosted someone because they were coming on too strong and i felt like i couldn't reason with them about it if you can't take a hint about something then i think it's okay if someone ghosts you and you can maybe take that as your hint and be like oh shit maybe I came on too strong. Maybe I didn't give this enough breathing room. Because like, listen, I've been, I, I've, i I've canceled yoga to go on a date. I've been so eager to go on another date. I've come on too strong. I know that about myself. For these circumstances, maybe I did come on too strong. I don't know. I was a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs when I was single wanting a boyfriend. <laughs> and then there's this flip side of it with friendships too, where friendships don't have this like clear end point. And it can be, really awkward to try and end a friendship as well but a lot of times when I feel like I've done the ghosting in a friendship there's been things that have happened in the past or kind of have been building upon each other or there's been warning signs where it's like I don't think me no longer texting you to hang out is going to come from left field because maybe we fought recently. Maybe there was a big change in one of our lives. Maybe there's a big change in our dynamic. Maybe there's something going on that like shows that we have different values and like we don't have the same values. So we, you know what I mean? (laughs) So maybe something happens. So we have different values now. And so friendship breakups are just interesting. Like I feel like the ones where I've had like conversations about it, have been more like someone's like, okay, what's going on? Let's talk about it. And it's hard because I've been in a situation where I'm like, well, I don't really want to say it outright, but like, I don't want to hang out with you anymore. That's so awkward. And with friendships, I think it's a lot more common to do like the slow fade where you like just don't see them as often or you don't text them as often. But I also want to emphasize life gets busy, life gets super fucking busy. And so, if you're afraid that a friend is ghosting you, you can always text them and be like, "Hey, just want to check in. If you're doing okay? Are you super busy right now? Does hanging out just not seem like something that feels good right now? Or does hanging out is hanging out right now something that's just not at the top of your priority list? Is it that if it is, that's fine. I just want to know." I don't like there can be ways to maturely communicate these things and i say this but i also know how much fucking anxiety is wrapped up in friendship breakups messy friendship situations so it's hard but i think there's also ways for us to be able to communicate it if you feel someone pulling away then to message them and be like hey just want to check in are you super busy or do you just want to like take a pause from hanging out i don't know This this advice is just kind of coming right to my head, and I don't know if it's really useful or helpful. I haven't necessarily used all of it in my own life, but it sounds nice. (laughs) But things that sound nice sometimes aren't always the easiest to put into practice. And so I'm going to wrap up this episode by saying that ghosting is messy. Getting ghosted is messy, and doing the ghosting is messy. But at the same time, follow your heart and Go someone if you feel like that's what you really need to do to advocate for yourself and protect your peace. And know that you don't always have to give this elaborate explanation because your peace is more important than pleasing someone else and trying to justify your actions to someone else. So take that home with you. Marinate on it. Sit with it tell me if you liked it and keep up with me on instagram and tiktok at human human pod make sure you subscribe so you don't miss when i release new episodes and i will see you next monday and make sure you submit a tmi story love you so much now let's go some people oh i didn't talk about r-bombing Eh, r-bombing is kind of like when you when someone texts you and you don't respond i feel like that's a very like subtle ghosting i feel like that's like a baby version of ghosting but if someone can't take the hint when you're trying not to respond to them or you're being really dry there's nothing wrong with a little r-bomb okay hope that helps